Seems like Greg Roman's going to be the offensive coordinator after all. We all kind of thought that was going to be the plan. Seemed like there was some conflicting reports, but it sounds like he's going to officially be the offensive coordinator. So let's just talk a little bit about his time in the NFL as an offensive coordinator. Just kind of review some of the stats and things that we could expect for Greg Roman to be our offensive coordinator. So let's get into it, guys. Bolt Bros, let's go. I'm Deion Henley. You watching the Bolt Bros podcast? Let's, let's do it! guys once again appreciate all the support and love and everything too like the video subscribe to the channel if you've not love to be able to hear from you guys and anything in the comments about this video so let's just kind of talk a little bit about greg roman i mean he's obviously been in the nfl for some time now um he's actually had some success he's actually done a pretty good job as an offensive coordinator i wouldn't say it's a perfect job but basically what we're looking at here is team ranks as him as an offensive coordinator so his first four years was with san francisco with jim harbaugh once again circle back around to his guys you know big thing about it is they want to go tough fast physical base type team right well if you look at what he's done as a rushing you know game as in you know for the offensive side of things he's done a phenomenal job um overall basically he's done these are all rankings you know one to 32 as in teams so rushing yards, eighth, fourth, third, fourth, a lot of first in the leagues for, what, four years there, even between Buffalo and Baltimore, and then third and second. So, I mean, he will get you a rushing offense for sure. And there's a lot of variations kind of going on with that, how that rushing offense has been created. You got to think of what kind of quarterback is in there. Can he be that rushing type quarterback? To add to that dimension, yes, that's kind of one thing we're going to look at. Obviously, Kaepernick, Tyrod Taylor, and then Lamar Jackson. Those are kind of a little bit of running base type quarterbacks. You know, Justin Herbert's really not that guy. Not to say he can't be that guy, but it's something to think about. Are we going to be more of a rushing type quarterback system with Justin Herbert? Kind of don't really hope to be that, but we know that Justin Herbert has the ability to not just stay in the pocket. He has a little bit more mobility in comparison to uh, some other quarterbacks out there. So, but I did just want to say, just to kind of point out once again, he will get you a rush game once again. I mean, there is obviously uh, ranks uh, attempts wise. He's always <laughs> at the lowest. He was at ninth in the league yards. Lowest was eighth in the league touchdowns highest or lowest at or excuse me, the worst that he had was the 20, 21st last season with the Niners who went 8-8, eight to 8-8 eight, eight and eight that year. But basically, you're always going to have a lot of rush touchdowns with this team. You're going to get a lot of attempts on the rushing game. This is your yards per attempt right here. I mean, 19th in his first year, third, 11-4, first, 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 fifth, and the third. So he's going to get you a phenomenal rushing-based offense, which is a huge weak point to our team. Now, once again, I do get a little bit more alarmed looking at the passing offensive things. Now, I'm going back to what I initially talked about. It really depends on what type of quarterback you're building a system for. Lamar Jackson, Colin Kaepernick, Tyrod Taylor, those are kind of mobile guys. They move around a lot more in the pocket. Not saying that Justin Herbert's a pocket passer by any means, but at the same side, he's not like a running quarterback per se. He's got the skill set to do it, but are we going to do it? I don't know. Do you want to put your quarterback in harm's way? I don't know. I 
personally wouldn't want to do that. But we know Justin Herbert's got plenty of arm strength and he's got the ability to throw the ball downfield, rocket, rocket arm all around. And obviously he's the crown jewel, what Jim Harbaugh says. So if you look at this, this is the alarming side of it, side of it is with, with Greg Roman attempts passing, not really good. It's always in the back end of the league. Um, doesn't like to throw the ball, essentially. Um, only one year, 2021, he was ninth in the league in a pass attempts, uh, but kind of resorted right back to where he was at again, too. Uh, yards, not really good either. Best year was in 2021 for, as a passing um, offense that he built around. In touchdown sides of things, he was kind of in that range where it was at best he did have, you know, which was Lamar Jackson's year that he won an MVP in 2019. Remember that stat. He was first in the league in passing touchdowns and had a phenomenal year that year. But at the same side, like if you look at it, it's a lot in the 20s, um, 13, 20, 19, 24. It's just not a lot of passing involved with his offense. It, it's it's alarming to see something like that because we know that Justin Herbert's not that mobile guy like uh, Lamar Jackson. He's not that kind of dude. He's more of a guy that wants to throw the ball downfield. He's not a Colin Kaepernick who likes to run around with the ball in his hands. He's not that guy. Um, now, once again, if you look at that stat and you think, okay, well, you're not passing much, you probably should have a low interception rate. Yep, that's basically it. Um, very low interception rate because you don't pass a ton here. So either which way, 21-22, that was kind of an interesting year for the Ravens. A lot of injuries and such too. We'll get into that. But what I wanted to emphasize more or less in this video is let's just go over some of the stats for year after year as an offensive coordinator. It could be kind of a little bit of a longer video here, guys, but stay with me here. So let's start with 2011 Niners. Now, the 2011 Niners, first year, Jim Harbaugh as their head coach, um, you know, did a great job, right? Flipped that team up, upside down real quick, changed it up for them. Obviously, they had a, they had a pretty good year all around. They ended up going 13-4, and four, I believe, that season. 13-3, uh, sorry, there was only a 16-game season during that time. And this was with Alex Smith, who was struggling. He was considered as a bust at that point. But he was able to get the most out of Alex Smith. Now, was that the Jim Harbaugh effect? Or was it also Greg Roman? Possibly both. But basically just being an efficient, efficient quarterback. He only had 17 touchdowns, five picks. You know, did fine. Didn't really run the ball as much on that, too. Um, he, he was kind of more of a pocket passer at that point. But I did want to emphasize, Frank Gore had a phenomenal year. And he had some of his best years under Greg Roman as the offensive coordinator for uh, the Niners. He did phenomenal with them. You know, Alex Smith was the third uh, highest rusher, 179 yards versus Kendall uh, Hunter at 473. But Frank Gore had a beast year of 1,200 yards plus. So all around, they just played efficient, efficient game managing type football, which Alex Smith was that guy. Um, he was very much a game manager, you want to say, uh, as a quarterback. But they just had a good, efficient run game behind him to be able to make sure that he does well, doesn't need to put a lot on his shoulders, and just be efficient all around. So just wanted to emphasize a little bit about what I saw there. Now, let's go into 2012 and just look at what 2012 brought to us here with the Niners. So with 2012, um, you know, this is when they shifted over to Colin Kaepernick. They basically traded off um, Alex Smith at this time. And, um, you know, look. It was kind of low low interception rate type thing, high level rushing attempts and yards, very, very high level in that sense, but obviously not the greatest in the passing side of things. Still kind of low on that point. Mid-range and touchdown passes thrown. Um, you just can't expect that to be the same thing for, you know, th with having Justin Herbert, a guy that could just be an absolute stud for you all around. Now, red zone percentage is one thing I need to emphasize a little bit too. 
they weren't very good in the red zone. 28th in the league, 50%. That's not good. Uh, we got to make sure that we get a better, better situation there too. Now, once again, you're going with a, essentially a rookie quarterback at that time uh, with Colin Kaepernick. Uh, you did also have Alex Smith that year too, who I believe ended up getting injured. So they ended up trading off of them. But this is where Colin Kaepernick essentially took over for this team. Big thing I just want to emphasize here is the difference of how the run game started looking here. It started shifting a little bit here because you started having Frank Gordon, another 1,200 yard season, great season all around. Um, Kendall Hunter was still did fine, but Colin Kaepernick outrushed Kendall Hunter. And you're going to start seeing that a little bit more within this offense. As Greg Roman's grown as an offensive coordinator, he emphasizes to make that quarterback run. Now, are we going to see that with Justin Herbert? I really don't know, but we are for sure going to have a much stronger run game for sure with this team. Now, it makes me feel like Greg Roman took last year off after walking away from the Ravens because Maybe he's going to change up his offense a little bit. You've got to know that Justin Herbert is a passing face type quarterback. Can he adjust for that? Who knows? I will say that we will just have a very, very good, strong run game all around. So um, so moving on, let's go into uh, 2013 Niners here. And, you know, this is having their great years, right? They were in the NFC Championship game. Uh, first three years, got to a Super Bowl. You got to love what you can see from this team. So 2013 Niners here, <clears throat> once again, pretty pretty low on the passing stats, but great on the rushing here. Third in the league, attempts and yards and touchdowns. 32nd in the league in attempts of throwing the ball. 30th in the league for yards total thrown and 23. Um, third in the league for touchdowns passing. So <clears throat> if you go down here and look at this, this is Colin Kaepernick's time now. You know, he had 21 touchdowns, eight picks. <clears throat> I ex fully expect this to be a much higher stat range here. You have got to get that to a much higher level with this team. And you will get that with a passing base type quarterback with an arm like Justin Herbert. One thing I want to emphasize again, red zone percentage, 31st in the league. You got to get better than that, guys. That's something we're going to have to watch quite a bit with this whole Greg Roman thing. And they got to put together a better plan of making sure you punch in the, you know, touchdown versus field goals. Um, I mean, we do have a stud kicker, obviously, and Dicker, but you got to make sure you get touchdowns. Touchdowns win games, not field goals, guys. So Frank Gore, once again, had another great year, 1,128 yards. Once again, Colin Kaepernick, second in rushing on the team. Kendall Hunter, third. That's 524 yards that basically are on a quarterback's legs on top of whatever stats was. He almost was about 4,000 yards as a total quarterback stats, as a total yards. But we got to find a way to be able to make sure that we don't all this weight on Justin Herbert to need to be able to run the ball. We got to have a big power game all around. So moving on, let's move over to 2014. And, and once again, I'm just kind of just emphasizing the red zone side of things, the rushing side of things, and the passing game of things. I think it's something that we have to keep in mind if Greg Roman's going to be our guy as our offensive coordinator and something to watch, right? Um, if we look at 2014, this is the last year with Jim Harbaugh at the Niners. Once again, rushing attack was pretty good. Not as many touchdowns as you would like, uh, but the yards per attempt was pretty high. Fourth in the league, you know, passing still kind of in that back end of the league. Still got to figure that out, guys. Um, I'm not comparing Colin Kaepernick to Justin Herbert at all. Totally different player. Um, but Colin Kaepernick, eight and eight this season. Um, you know, he did an okay job. Red zone percentage did get a little bit better. His red zone touchdowns at 19th in the league. Still got to figure out how to get that higher all around. Um, Frank Gore, obviously another 1,100 yard season. Colin Kaepernick got 639 yards once again, much higher on the amount of rush yards. 
from there. We can't expect Justin Herbert to be able to do that same thing. We got to find a way to be able to have a very solid number two back on this team who could really carry that load. We could probably see maybe in the sense of, you know, 200 yards from Justin Herbert on the ground, but you're going to have to find a way to be able to get two, maybe even possibly three very, very solid running backs to be able to fill in that rushing type game. And maybe we'll have a three-headed monster once again. Who knows? Think about the Michael Turner LT and a Darren Sproles. That was a phenomenal set of running backs. Maybe that's where we're going to go here. So uh, moving on, let's go to the Buffalo Bills. This is uh, in the 2015 Buffalo Bills season that he was an offensive coordinator there. And he actually had, uh, this time he had Tyrod Taylor as his quarterback too. So if we look at those stats and we just say, okay, hey, let's let's see what it looks like here. Passing once again, low, 31 in the league in attempts to basically 28 yards, uh, 28th in the league for a t- uh, yards as a quarterback, 20th in the league in touchdowns. You know, very low interception rate, but obviously you think you're not trying to push the ball downfield. You're trying to rush the ball because you are one of the tops in the league here. You got, wow, that's a lot. 509 attempts for rushing in comparison to 394 to the opposition against them. Second in the league in attempts, first in yards, first in touchdown, first in yards in attempt. Big, big rushing attack for the Buffalo Bills. Now, once again, you did have Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback, a guy that can move a little bit more and could get out of the pocket and likes to roll out to be able to um, get a chance to get a little extra yards. Now, he did have a 50% red zone uh, interception or uh, uh, touchdown percentage, so they were 19th in the league. Um, so they did do a little bit better all around. Um, so not bad in in that sense. I mean, but we do got to make sure the league now is starting to get a lot more in the 60 percentile range, which you're even seeing a little bit here where the opposition's at more than 60 percent uh, red zone percentage to get a touchdown. So we got to make sure that's a much higher level. Fourth down percentage was actually pretty good, too. Seventh in the league, too. So uh, moving on, let's go to the 2016 Buffalo Bills and see kind of how they did as an offense too. So this is the last year Greg Roman was with the Buffalo Bills. And um, yeah, let's see how they go. So when you look at 2016, obviously low passing once again, high rushing, very much top in the league, pretty much in that category for rushing, but they just got to find a way to get a pass game going. Now, Tyrod Taylor is one of those guys that you you get a fair little percentage of um, uh, ability to be able to do well, um, to throw the ball, but more, once again, a game manager, kind of a mobile guy all around. So when you look at the team stats on this red zone percentage, very high, 64.8%, sixth in the league. You got to love to see that guys. That's what you want to see. You want to see a very high level red zone completion to be able to get touchdowns, not field goals. Um, big, big stat there all around. And Tyrod kind of had game manager based stats, 3000 plus yards, 17 touchdowns, six picks. Um, but if you go back to this again, you know what, look, he actually essentially had more yards than Mike Gillespie um, for rushing attempts, just not as many attempts, but he was efficient with the, the ball in his hand running around. LaShawn McCoy did phenomenal all around. Love to be able to hear LaShawn McCoy's um, experience working with Greg Roman. Um, I think he's a pretty good player all around, and he did phenomenal with him. So once again, you got to fill those gaps. If we're going to have a very, very much rush first type offense, we're going to have to need three running backs, in my opinion, to make this all work. So uh, moving on, let's go to Baltimore. So they'll be going to Baltimore in 2019. And so he was obviously with Baltimore before then, but he was not as an offensive coordinator at that time. He was more just on the um, staff at that time uh, as like offensive assistant tight end, offensive or assistant head coach, tight end coach, and then got put into a uh, offensive coordinator position in 2019, which was Lamar's MVP year. So 
did a phenomenal job with Lamar that year. Now, big thing too, I'm emphasizing once again, passing attempts was low. Yards were low. You know, touchdowns, phenomenal for Lamar. 37 touchdowns. You got to love that. Five, uh, fifth in the league versus the pick. Once again, phenomenal in the rushing rankings of everything. Did a great job, once again, transitioning to another team to be able to bring a big, big power-based game. So um, going down to the red zone percentage, hey, we were they were knocking them down. Second in the league in offense for red zone for, uh, completion. They were able to get 43 touchdowns in the red zone. Love it. You get a percentage like that, we'll do great. Justin Herbert could potentially have an MP, MVP season if we do something like that, just like Lamar Jackson had this year. Um, 36 touchdowns, six picks for Lamar. Great, great season for him. Rating of 113.3. That would be awesome to be able to see there. Now, big thing I'm just going to emphasize here. Lamar Jackson was running for his life a lot in this season. <laughs> He had 1,200 yards, basically, just a little hair over 1,200 yards, more yards than Mark Ingram. He was the top running back based upon yards. A lot of attempts, 176 attempts. That is a lot. You cannot do that um, for a quarterback and keep him healthy. That's a big thing here, guys. Gus Edwards had 133 uh, attempts, 717 or 711 yards. Mark Ingram, 202 attempts with over 1,000 yards total. So once again, big, big rush yards that they had. As an average, five yards per attempt, 6.9 with Lamar, 5.3 with Gus Edwards. You got to love that. And once again, they have actually a fair set of running backs during this year. I remember Mark Ingram being an absolute stud this year for fantasy football. And once again, this was Lamar Jackson's MVP year. So keep that in mind, guys. I think we got a chance with Justin Herbert this upcoming season to be able to be a great, great quarterback and be in the MVP running. So going to 2020, we got a couple more seasons uh, uh, seasons to kind of go through here. 2020, uh, high-level rush game. Once again, top in the league, low passing game. Once again, now going back to this, red zone percentage, we're 12th in the C in, in the League, 63.3%. I'll take that. That's not bad. You'd like it to be just a tad bit higher. Lamar Jackson, 26 touchdowns, nine picks, 2,757 yards. Now, once again, did go out. Uh, well, we did have one game that he did not play this that year, um, but did go 11-5 as a team. Uh, if we go and look at the rushing stats, 1,000 yards for Lamar Jackson. Top rusher on the team. Most attempts on the team. Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram were also on the team, and they did well. But at the same side, you don't want your quarterback to be that guy. You don't want him to be that run-pass option guy where he just decides to take the ball all the time. And I don't see that from Justin Herbert. I do know that he can play RPO, but I don't think he will be that guy with Greg Roman. I think it's going to be very much a uh, pass-based offense because that is a massive strength for Justin Herbert. But I think we're going to have a very strong running game behind him. So just emphasizing that point once again, 2021, let's go into 2021 season here. And big thing that I, I heard a little bit about uh, uh, Greg Roman is that he did have some struggles later in the in his uh, career as an offense quarter for the Ravens to be able to play calls to the field fast enough. He was getting a lot of delay of games kind of situation. So the communication kind of seemed a little broken later on in the season um, all around. If I did see some of the last um, years and how the offense operated, they loved to throw the ball downfield big time. So they almost like went for the big, big downfield passes, which <clears throat> fits extremely well for Justin Herbert. Now, this was a ranking offense where they actually threw a lot for once. Ninth in attempts in the league, 13th in yards. <clears throat> 
but still didn't have that high of touchdown and then very high interception percentage. Now, big thing here too. I mean, you got a great rushing offense still, third, third, ninth, and in, in yards attempt. Um, you know, red zone percent percentage wasn't bad, still about 60%, 12, 12th in the league. Um, tied actually with the um, the defense too, giving up that much too. So, but Lamar Jackson did get injured this year. Did have kind of an off year in a sense. Sixteen touchdowns, thirteen picks. I think this is kind of when he was kind of giving up on the team for some reason. I think he was asking for contracts and everything too. But Tyler Huntley came in there, didn't do as well or anything like that. But once again, if you kind of look at it, Lamar Jackson number two in rushing could have easily been number one. Actually, the highest yards for this team, and actually tied Devontae Freeman in attempts too. So that's a little alarming in that sense. Will he do that with Justin Herbert? Highly doubt that. Now, last year here, 2020, sorry, it's a little bit longer of a video here, but I'm just emphasizing everything that this offense is going to be like for Greg Roman. Now with Greg Roman, 2020, his last season there, didn't have, once again, a very good passing year at all. Lamar Jackson was also injured, once again, on this high rushing attempts, uh, seventh in the league, second in the league for rush yards, 20th in TDs for rushing, which was a much lower, third in the league in rush yards attempt. Now, red zone percentage plummeted down to 30th. That's not good and not going to work out. Now, once again, when you kind of pull away a guy like Lamar Jackson, he did kind of, he had a great record, eight and four at that point. Uh, he was doing well at that point. I think he sat out a little bit. I think I want to say this would might have been the contract year where he was trying to get a, a contract and such, but he kind of gave up on the team. I mean, he was having a very good season, 17 and uh, 17 touchdowns, seven picks. And then Tyler Huntley took over from there, went two and two and did fine for that point, but not great at this that point. Game changed when Lamar Jackson left. Now, Lamar Jackson was the number one rusher once again with the highest amount of attempts of all the running backs, Kenyon Drake, J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Justin Hill. And then obviously Tyler Huntley was playing a little bit too, but still all pretty good rushing numbers and everything too. So basically what I'm emphasizing here, guys, is that we're going to have an offense that's going to be high level rushing. Now it's got to change because this is probably the first time that Greg Roman's going to really have a quarterback that's going to be a legit passer that he could work with. Now, I'm not saying Lamar Jackson isn't a legit passer by any means, but he just doesn't have Justin Herbert's arm. He doesn't have that side of him. I mean, as you saw in the last game in the, the AFC Championship game, when they forced Lamar to throw, it didn't work out for him, right? When you allow him to run and be able to kind of do those things out of the pocket, that's when you get in trouble with him. Justin Herbert is a different breed as a quarterback. He is one of the top quarterbacks in the league, and you got to expect that those numbers have got to be much higher on the offensive side of the ball. And you got to think maybe the rush game might be a little bit lower in my opinion. So maybe we'll just have to pump the brakes just a little bit on how we could be a top ranked rushing offense because we got Justin Herbert. Remember that. So my hopes is that Greg Roman will figure out how to be able to create a big, big offensive side for throwing the ball for Justin Herbert and really unlock Justin Herbert. And I do very much feel if he does that, MVP season will come through for Justin Herbert. So I want to hear you guys' thoughts about Greg Roman. You know, do you like the hire? What are some issues that you might have? Maybe hesitations on it too. Let me know what you think about this video. It's a little bit longer video, but I wanted to be able to kind of emphasize what the history of Greg Roman was as an offensive coordinator and kind of what to expect possibly with the Chargers next year. So once again, guys, like, subscribe to the channel. Appreciate all the support. Let's hear from you guys in the comments below. So once again, guys, James from Bolt Bros. Let's go.